Don, you mentioned several times throughout the year that this team's young and they don't play like they practice back-to-back perfect seasons. Has that sunk in? Just, just what's your opinion from the head chair about how they did this? Um, I don't. I, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. But um, they they find they're, they're a super competitive group that um, they don't really like losing, and they can play a lot of different styles of play. Um, especially um, offensively, defensively, I think we do a pretty good job at just holding serve and playing the way we need to play and being disciplined and staying connected out there on the floor. But I, but I am super proud of them, like super proud. I think every, you know, every, you know, if you compare the undefeated season from last year to this year, it's so much different. Um, yet we end up in the same place and doesn't make me any, any more or less proud is I'm just super proud of this uh, of this this young group. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you about, Coach. You know, different circumstances completely this year from last year, but still the same end result. How are you've talked about it a little bit, but how are the vibes different in the locker room and in the coaches' room in particular? I guess this year heading into the postseason, kind of in the same spot. So I will probably equate it to a doctorate program. And they're gonna get me for saying this. And daycare. <laughs> like our locker room sounds like daycare. Like it's so much talking. Like it's so much talking about nothing. That you know, you you and we in the beginning of the season we would just say, you know, be quiet. Like and now it's just it's just who they are. It really is just who they are, and it's the, you know, it's, it's their identity, and we we really don't fight that battle, you know. We just put our earplugs in, and keep it moving. <laughs> uh, you busted. I know some of it was the foul trouble, but you busted out the four guard lineup. Powell said even she was surprised about that. Did you like what you saw there? Uh, is that is that a weapon for the postseason? What did you yeah. see during that segment of the game? And also, what was your reaction to Breezy's block there right yeah. at the end of the half? Um, I mean, I like that we, we've been playing with it for a little bit um, right before uh, we knew that Camilla was going to be away with her Brazilian team. Didn't feel real good about it. Um, and, and, but I thought there was some familiarity to it because we've been trying to do it. Um, it, it helped us stay matched up the way we needed to match up because we need a breezy, we need a breezy on Rakia. Rakia pretty much had her her way with uh, with accumulating fouls on us. Um, and then, you know, Breezy's block. Breezy's a really good defender. Like, you know, I know she has added some offense to her game, but when it's all said and done, Breezy can lock down and defend. And I thought she uh, um, she got a pretty good, made a pretty good defensive play on her. I mean, Rakia got her back. I think Rakia got a few of our players back, um, but we needed that momentum going into the into halftime. <clears throat> Dawn, um, it must have been emotional for Camilla to play in front of her family. Had she really not seen them in eight years? And how did this all yeah. come about? No, she's been home. Oh, like okay. she's been, she's been, she's gone back to Brazil a, a number of times, uh, but they've never been able to come here. Uh, and and to play in front of your family, in front of you know all of us. I know she wanted to win extremely bad and wanted to play well all at the same time. And I, I thought she did that. You know, I know she fouled out, but she gave us what she gave us. 
um, and we don't we don't win the game without her contributions. But it was so very cool to have her, you know, her her mom and her sister, and uh, with the help of I got to give uh, Congressman Clyburn, you know, a huge shout out. And you know, we had some um, administrators on our campus really get involved to to make sure that it happened uh, because a few weeks be before they got clearance to come, they were denied after having gone 10 to 12 hours on the bus. And then they get there and they're denied in two minutes. They like, it's no. So that's when we just had to activate our community and our community has, uh, I mean, rallied around it and made it happen. Sticking with the theme, but the senior class as a whole, I mean, three players who came to you, you know, not at the start of their careers, but at a certain point, just what have they meant to this place and, and to you? Um, I mean, anytime you can get some quality individuals, like their quality, we know that they could play basketball, um, but the chemistry they provide, like they've, they've raised the standard for us um, in the locker room and, and how we play and how we, how we navigate through the season. Um, each in their own way. You know, Sakima is probably the more motherly of the group. Um, Powell is like the quiet assassin of the group. And then Camilla, I mean, Camilla could be a little harsh, but she can also be a little soft. So she, they, get, they got a great balance of our, of our seniors and how they approach things. And, I, and they fit in quite well. And, and they've obviously, of uh, um, contributed to uh, another successful season, you know, none that we anticipated. I, I didn't anticipate us being undefeated um, throughout this entire season, but they've had a way to stable our team when we've needed it um, and found a way to win and found a way to lead throughout it. Coach had a unique starting lineup for today. What does this team and their depth do in terms of being able to deploy a bunch of different types of lineups for different games, whether it be starting or being able to you know, go to that, that four-guard lineup late in the game, do for you guys, especially now that we've you know, approached bracket season? Um, I mean, what this, what this team has done is create some really good habits, some really good playing habits that everybody feel com feels comfortable wherever they, wherever they enter the game. And everybody's feel comfortable, not too comfortable, you know, having to sit on the bench and wait their turn. Um, I think we've done a, a really good job with communicating with them what it is, what it isn't, and um, they themselves can take in the information um, in a way that it's not, you know, it's not dampening their confidence. So I feel very... Um, confident that any one of our players can start, um, any one of them. And, you know, you can you can probably argue Sakima, but I'd feel comfortable putting Sakima in the game for, um, um, for whatever she gives us. I mean, it's unfortunate that, I mean, we have five post players that, that rotate pretty good, and she's probably the one that doesn't get as much as, as, much as she deserves, and it's only because of uh, the crowdedness of our, of our front court. But I, I feel very confident when we put her in the basketball game. Very few teams have been able to play this close this season. I believe this is the closest margin of victory at home for you guys this year. Just what sticks out about the way Tennessee has played against you guys that has allowed them to make these really tough wins for you guys? 
Yeah, I mean, Tennessee is starting to play their, their, their best basketball. I think they are they are doing a great job of putting that ball in Rakia's hands and let her play make, and she is delivering. Um, and then, I mean, she gets help from, from other, other players. You know, Tennessee's always going to rebound the basketball. Tennessee's always going to be able to defend. Um, and Tennessee is finding their groove offensively. Um, and I, I mean, it wasn't a cakewalk for sure. I didn't think it was going to be a cakewalk. I thought it was going to be a tough game, um, just like it was. And it, it, it came down to a, a few possessions here and there. They made a, a good run at us. Um, and got it down. I, it was a two-possession game, three-possession game. Um, so I mean, I think they're 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 in a great spot to make a run in, in, in the NCAA tournament. Don, what was the reason behind the revamp starting lineup? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it, it's a team rule. But it's very minimal. But our standard is our standard. Don, you talked about um, how this team, you know, you had to <laughs> quit fighting at certain points because they're going to be who they are. Have you seen enough from them now to say, okay, it's postseason and they're able, they're going to be able to do what they've done during the regular season, or do they have, still have a couple of things to prove to you? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't feel like I don't feel like we're locked to win every basketball game. I mean, because it's. I mean, we're every game that I that we enter into with this team. Um, you know, it. You know, it's the same question mark that hangs over. Like, who who are they going to be? And yes, you you win. I don't know. What is it? Twenty eight games. Twenty nine games. When you win 29 games, you think that's those are the habits you create. But they're still a very young group, and and postseason is a lot different than it is regular season. So I'm anxious to see how they they operate in the SEC tournament space. Um, I have a buddy doing a story in North Dakota about one of your former um, student managers. Um, and you got to recognize a group of them today uh, as, as seniors leaving. I'm just wondering what those young men mean to this program, how valuable they are, because they're going out then from here. And we've got one in University of North Dakota who's now the director of operations there and has been working his way through the women's basketball ranks himself. Um, I mean, it is when we say that the success of our program is from, you know, every single person that's a part of it, we really, really mean it. Um, from our managers, from our practice players, um, to our assistant coaches and everybody in between, um, you, got a, you got a job to do and you got to do it well. And if you don't, you're going to hear about it from somebody. They really, probably not me, but you're going, you're going to hear it from somebody. And I do think the fact that um, they're under that kind of pressure so no matter no matter what contributions they've given and what titles or whatever positions they they have in our program, I know they're going to be successful because of the pressure that we apply for them to do their jobs and do it well. And then it gets to a point where they know what they need to do, and it's nothing more than just doing it and not having we're not micromanaging, but we know when something's off, we address it and we move on. It's not like we 
you know, we let it linger. You know, we had two starters that didn't start today. I set my piece and we move on. I'm not holding any grudges. I'm not saying any anything besides do your job when you get in the game.